I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. Welcome, everyone. This is episode 37. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com and make sure to listen, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And today... We have a guest. We have a guest. Welcome, Chloe. Hello, everybody. So, Chloe, Stephanie, and I have known each other for... Oh, a long time. Since 2006. At least. At least. So that's a long time. So how we met, well, let's talk a little about about why you're here. So you, of course, spend most of your time in Central Florida. And you, she's a little jet setter. She's a jet. I'm setter. always trying to make plans, and she's like, "Oh, I'm out of town. Oh, I'm on a Disney cruise. I'm in Ohio." I think the last few years you've been mostly here. I spend most of my time here. Although on Friday I'm flying to Ohio to go to a benefit in Cleveland on Saturday night, and then on Sunday I'm flying to New York City um, with my husband because he has a benefit to go to on Monday. And I'll see my son while I'm there. And that's such I'll, a fancy thing—a benefit. A benefit. It's just someplace to. That's like what donate money. Fancy rich people do. <laughs> and then I'll be back here on Tuesday. So I'll just be gone. I'm gl- well. I'm weekend. glad that we finally got a hold of you. We've been wanting to talk to you for a while. Uh, probably a couple, maybe like six months. Yeah. So finally, she's carved out time in her busy schedule. <gasps> well, for I think us. it's been both of us. She's been wanting to. <laughs> yeah, and they keep saying we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. But Stephanie was sick a lot. I don't put it on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's been different situations, and finally, I'm glad that we're doing it. Me too. So Chloe uh, runs is the founder and runs CelebrateAndDecorate.com, which is a blog, and you've been doing that since 2012. 2012, 2012 yes. So that's kind of uh, that's why we're having on to get to know a little bit more about her blogging, and then she also lives in a really special place, and we're going to kind of get to that. Shortly. So how we met is uh, back in the day, Stephanie and I were working on a Magic Kingdom on Main Street. And I think I remember it because I it wasn't on my college program. We might have to post that old picture of us. Of, yeah. Of so us gotta find doing it. the Main Street. Oh, we have I Main have Street that. West Side. I have that in a picture frame. Main Street West Side. Yes. <laughs> so uh, it was after my college program and I had moved back here. And so it must have been like sometime in the summer of 2006. And Stephanie and I were living together, you know? And then shortly after that, somehow I ran into you And guys. you guys always wore matching t-shirts. Yes. Yes, we did. And you would always sit in the same spot for the parade. Well, there was a reason for that. Do you know that? Uh, you once told me, but I can't remember and tell our visitors. Okay, well, yes, I did meet them on Main Street in the Magic Kingdom. My sister and I went through this crazy Disney period uh, where she was working four 10-hour days in Daytona Beach for the airline. So at least three days a week, she would be over here, and we would go in the Magic Kingdom. And we really like pass holders? We were at, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, the crazy Oh, yeah, ones. it was like to, um, we, we would like try to see 
how low we could get that annual pass holder, you know, that price down price to one day. day. Yes. <laughs> because you were keeping track like how many days in the year. You, well, they on. would tell you if you scanned it out front, they would tell you okay. how many days you'd used it. So, yes, we primarily, like 99% of the time, went to the Magic Kingdom. And 99% of the time we stayed on Main Street because we liked the, la- the live entertainment. And at the time... The castle show was the Cinderella Bration, which that, we yeah. did not care for. <laughs> so we would go. Which can be hard all over Main Street. Yes, but we would go in and we really got to know the um, citizens of Main Street. Mm-hmm. And the mayor and, you know, the woman running for, you know. The, the different characters. All the, the different Victorian, characters. Victorian characters. Yes. And. Which um, did they come out? Still, yes. And what time? Of Mostly day in the morning. In the, it was always before parade, and now they've got that other little parade mm-hmm. thing. So I don't. And I, the I, trolley I, show. I don't think people, most people, realize the Disney visitors don't realize that there are those Main Street uh, period characters that are walking in the period costumes and interacting with the guests. It, you have to go in the morning really to see them, and you have to actually like look. You have to. A spend lot of some times, time. people are just beelining it down Main Street because they're anxious to get in the park. And they don't realize what's going on there. I mean, that is, I guess that is a good Disney pro tip, tip. is yeah. particularly for those of us who live here and, you know, you go to the park again and again and again and you're like, I want to see something new. Well, yeah. um, there, there, are, there is one place you can sit. There's some step, you know, they've taken all the benches away, but you can sit on the steps right by the confectionery and wait for them to come out. And we also watched the trolley dancers. That's a good morning show, too, that sometimes we Yes, miss. yes, and those are really worth watching if you like live entertainment. So there the used Dapper to be Dance. benches on Main Street. There did used to be benches. Were you, you, did you not did remember I the benches? Remember. There weren't. I don't, I don't think, think there we were benches there. I, don't, I don't think that was before our time. Um, they still had... Do they have it in the um, town square at the beginning? Yes. They still have them there, I think. I think so, but they also had them down the street, and they had um, a couple of tables and chairs in front of the... Bakery, which is now we had Starbucks. To move those. When, During when holiday we were, times, we moved those benches. When we were really busy for parade and audience control uh, uh, in the evenings, we would have to move those tables and chairs out of the way because they, we needed more space. I remember that. But to tell you why we always sat in the same spot, one day one of the trolley dancers, a male, said to us, um, are you staying for parade? Because sometimes we'd stay for the parade, sometimes... After the trolley dancers were done and the Main Street citizens of Main Street were done, we'd leave. <laughs> we like, okay, we said. Right. I mean, That's there the was fun of having an annual pass. That was the joke. Is yeah. you people know that you do you do you two know there's a whole park over here with rides and everything? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we know. So he said, "Are you staying for the parade?" And we're like, "Yeah, but you're always easy to recognize." But the girls were always harder because they were had one wig on as a trolley yeah. dancer and they had a different wig and costume on in the parade. And he said, "Today I won't. I won't be so easy to recognize." So we knew that was he was going to be some character. So he said, "Where are you watching from?" So we had to like say we knew which side of the street was the shady side. Oh, that, that's another good pro tip. Want to stay out of the sun? Sit on the west side of the street, which is uh, the side that has what shops on it. The athletic club. The athletic the club. club the, emporium. the emporium. Yes, that side. Yes, not not the Starbucks side. So we're like, we're gonna sit there, and we pointed to the athletic club, and from then on, we always sat right there. And who was that? 
That was Paul Christofferson. Oh, Paul has passed. And Paul has passed, yes, to COPD, and he was just... He was great. He was an incredibly talented... Well, we didn't know everybody's names at first, and so we used to call him Tommy Toon because we kind of made up names, so we know... Paul, he originated Barbosa, correct? Yes, he did. he was a great Barbosa. Yes, he was. Barbosa? Uh, From Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't watch those movies. So when From, we, well, I, don't, I haven't watched all of them. So we, when we did Pirates and Princess, they kind of that party. They started uh, him and Barbosa. G, was it Gio? Who did Captain Jack? Gio? Yeah, Gino. Gino. Gino did. Yes, and and uh, Paul did Barbosa. He was a great. Both of them were great. Yes, he great. and back then, my friend Kevin uh, was friends with Prince Charming. Right. So yes. So. So we're sitting there in front of the athletic club and we're watching like every tall character go by. Every t- and then um, Jafar kind of gave us this little symbol, like kind of like what the trolley dancers do. And that was it. We're like blowing kisses and we ran down the street to where it leaves. And um, as, it, as it went off stage, um, Jafar blew us a couple kisses. <laughs> so that's like that's kind of the, the 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 sense of like or the feeling like if that's how we met. Like uh, Chloe and her sister would just come and they engage with the cast members and we just kind of developed all a relationship, like fell in love yeah. with them. And then I think you invited me and I'm sure Steph. I don't, Steph, I don't think you came to that dinner, but I'm sure no. you invited. But uh, you came. You invited me to. We started some some dinners. Yes. We started some dinners. We didn't treat everybody to dinner. No, but you invited. But us. we would get a whole bunch of Disney dollars, and we would. You would oh do quizzes. Yes, trivia. we would do um, trivia quizzes. A lot of times that like like where do we watch the parade? Right. You know, and um, and we'd give away Disney dollars. So it was that. a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Oh, those were fun days. The, yeah, it was a different time days. at Disney. I think it was, was, you know, it was it was a different time. And so from that, I think one of those is you were looking for somebody to uh, dog sit PJ, and then that's kind of how we just the friendship grew even more. I had a dog at that time, and we lived in a condo, and it was rough trying to. We don't. We I did rehome her. Because it was just too difficult as much as I flew. I mean, poor thing had to always, she was big and had to fly down below and yes, right. so. So where are you originally from? I am originally, oh my goodness. <laughs> this orig- is a loaded question. Originally, <laughs> um, I was born in Southern Ohio. I moved to Paducah, Kentucky, Metropolis, Illinois. Paducah? Paducah, Kentucky. Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> Metropolis, Illinois. Oh, wow. Like that full, like. Maduka Metropolis. Paducah was one place. Metropolis, oh, okay. Illinois, was another place. You know, Metropolis isn't that yeah, like yeah, yeah. That Superman? Fancy, yeah, yeah. Um, it was not fancy. <laughs> Although I was a baby, Youngstown, New York. That's the earliest I remember, which is right by Niagara Falls. Um, Livermore, California, which I understand is the heart of the Silicon Valley now. I don't think the word silicone existed back then. Then Orofino, Idaho, a town that right before we moved there had just gotten. Uh, concrete sidewalks. They just done away wow. with the wooden wow. sidewalks on the main street. The side <laughs> streets still had wooden sidewalks, like you see in westerns. Wow. Then Moscow, Idaho. Then New Orleans, Louisiana. Then Strongsville, Ohio, where I met my husband. Um, at high, we were high school sweethearts, 
And we now... What a love story she has, too, by the way. She's the luckiest (laughs) woman on earth. I am very lucky. And then um, my husband did a lot of business in Central Florida, and he got sick and tired of staying in hotels. So he's like, that's it. We have to rent something or whatever. And we were all set to rent um, an apartment over off of Cimarron, um, which near, is near the, airport, near the airport, between the airport and Winter Park, because mm-hmm. most of his clients were in Winter Park at the time. And we went and looked at the apartment on That's Saturday. That's not the best area. No, it's not. Well, <laughs> she said that I was like, I'm like, they what? Didn't know Florida so well. What were we gonna? What was I gonna do? Well, no, it was gonna be a bedroom for him, so that right. he could leave stuff, and he was sick of staying in hotels. Sure. So um, that was on Saturday that we looked at the place. We said we'd come back and give them their deposit and everything on Sunday. And on Sunday morning, my husband woke up. We were staying at the Hyatt Grand Cypress. And the first and only time they advertised the first condos they were building in celebration. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he came back upstairs because I wasn't down. I was still in bed probably. (laughs) And he said, get up. We're going to, I'm going to buy you a condo today. What did I tell you? What a Prince Charming. <laughs> and we came over to Celebration, and they had not even broken ground for these condominiums. But um, What year was that? To, uh, to, I think no, 1999. 1999, yes. Um, Celebration was founded in 98, right? 94. Think, oh, 94. 94, yes. Okay. So, 94. Um, yeah, these were the first condos they had allowed. And we walked in and the lady said, well, I had somebody just back out of an end unit with a covered balcony. And we're like, we'll take it. I mean, we didn't know anything about it, the price or anything. (laughs) And she said, now I have people coming in to close. So you'll have to, you know, she's like, here. She gave me this huge notebook of all the rules and regulations (laughs) and said, here, you can take this to lunch and look at it and come back, you know, in an hour. And... We, so what was the appeal for him to just do it? Because uh, he knew his without... wife would love it because it was celebration built oh. by Disney and it was close, so close to Disney. And my parents at the time lived in Winter Haven and my niece lived here. In, no, my niece, I, my niece was still at UCF then. Yeah. And my sister lived in Daytona Beach. So, so tell us for those who don't know, because we haven't really talked about Celebration Florida on the podcast yet. This is a great opportunity to kind of talk about Celebration uh, and how unique it is. So tell us, what is Celebration? Well, for all of you, particularly that live on the other side of Orlando, <laughs> um, Celebration is basically a housing development. We are not a, officially a town. We are part of Kissimmee, part of Osceola County Schools, and it from everything I have read, this was... Swamp- you have your own high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Osceola County. I mean, Celebration High School. Celebration High School, yes. That is a part of the district of Osceola. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what I hear is this was swampland that Disney was afraid the state was going to... Because they gave them a lot of leniency when they first came in. They were afraid that um, the state was going to say, you know what? You need to leave. This is swampland. So, they thought, we're going to get some money out of this. Let's do it. And they, Do it now. They decided that this property south of I four or east of I four, you know, you know, if yeah, if you're in Orlando, you know, I four kind of is it is it north south is it east west? So they developed this little community, and we have several little restaurants downtown. Um, Right now, our downtown area is really struggling. We we have a 
questionable owner of the downtown area. It used to be a lot different. There used to be a movie theater and a grocery store. Disney sold off the downtown. I I understand Disney still has some say in things, but my understanding is they just sold the last piece of property just past the high school, and that's going to be Celebration Island, and it's being developed uh, houses. And there is going to be a school, maybe at... I don't know if it's K through eight or what, but there is going to be a school in there too. That was a whole deal that Osceola County had to agree to putting in a school. So, um, so it's it's a housing development, and there is mixed use housing. There are apartments. There were not condos in the beginning, and a lot of the con- early apartments turned condo. And there are little houses that are 1,200, 1,800 square feet. Up to a few that are like 10,000 square There's foot. some beautiful homes here. Yes. So, um, and we live in about mid-range. The beauty for us is that we are close enough. Well, we sold our condo and moved into a house here a few years ago, four years ago. And um, downsized up north. But my parents, a lot of the homes here in Celebration have apartments above the garages, granny flats. And my <laughs> parents moved in from Winter Haven, thank goodness, because I'm glad I don't have to drive up uh, <laughs> holidays on I-4 out there to get them anymore. And we, um, when we bought, we bought close enough that we can walk to downtown, or better yet, my husband can walk home from the tavern. Do you have one of those fancy cars? We have a, a not-so-fancy golf cart. Yeah. But it, it seats it, a lot of people. It seats six. It is a street-legal golf cart. So, yeah. Actually, that one's my parents. You haven't been in the golf court yet? No, we'll nobody's to giving you. me a ride. Well, we'll have to take you for a ride. Give me a ride. <laughs> so It's fun. It's a long golf cart. Because it, it's seats six. six. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have them here, right? Yes, so the Nevs. A lot of people have them. The, those are the fancy ones. toy around Nevs. in, you know. Just to go down um, you, to the shopping area, restaurants. Yeah, you cannot go out on anywhere that the, the speed road. is above 35 miles You can't miles drive up and down 192, but you can cross 192 over to like the Pizza Press yeah. and, the, and the, what, CVS or Walgreens. Wendy's. You can, you can cross There's the Publix over, over yeah. there. No, no, Publix is, on, Publix is on our side now. Yeah. Closer to the... Yeah. You can go there. Before but the road. He's saying you can cross 192. You can cross 192, yeah. So... So let's talk a little bit about the blog. So tell me, uh, what is the blog about? Tell the viewers or the listeners. I was saying viewers last episode too. We're gonna have listeners. to start start videoing this, huh? <laughs> um, my blog is called CelebrateAndDecorate.com, and when I started, I really thought I would be doing more party things, and it has grown and evolved as most blogs do. Um, but it is a lifestyle blog that covers crafts home decor, um, holiday decor, um, tablescapes. I'm really known from probably for my tablescapes if you need any fun table setting so ideas. So what's the tablescape? <laughs> and you can check out her Instagram, which is... At Celebrate and Decorate. And she's always posting the most beautiful photos. Oh, thank you. Of, uh, you know, parties, tablescapes. Really pretty houses that I find that I like. Your... Um, your mantle decorations yeah. for the holidays. Yes. So a tablescape. Um, it's there's a broad there's a broad definition that also covers coffee tables and, and tables. But for me, a tablescape is a table that you set and design and decorate to see, either seat people at or have set up for a buffet 
for people. With so, all the fancy dishes and the 10 pieces of silverware. A table with intention. Yeah. Oh, I like oh. that. I'm going to yes. add that. So, um, a table that means business. It's go- it's <laughs> going to have a tablecloth or placemats, charger plates, uh, a little name cards, place plates, uh, you know, dinner plates, salad plates. Can have name cards. I'm not big on name cards myself. I should. I don't know why I don't. Uh, it's going to have centerpiece. Stem- I was saying something you don't like to do is you don't like to fuss with the napkins. Correct. I am not a napkin folder. No. I was lucky enough to have a seat at her Thanksgiving table, and she had little, um, you know, the cookies that are shaped like peanuts. She had made them into little turkeys and had our names on leaves, like little leaves. That was beautiful. I did. Well, thank you. So, <laughs> and Brian well, the got to come to my, uh, my Mother's Day table. Mother's Day was on Sunday. Yes, and that, and that one's on, on Instagram. Too. That was a tropical. It, I actually shared that on the blog today. That was your Mother's Day one? Well, I. it was not real Mother's Day-ish because when you're a blogger. Maybe want to go on vacay. I was doing, like, ooh. <laughs> when you're a blogger, you're doing things ahead of the season. Like, I'm yeah. ready to start doing Fourth of July things. So now she's in summer. So Monday, this week, um, I'm hosting a Tablescape blog hop. So that is what I posted on Monday morning. Was, oh, okay. That's my welcome summer Tablescape. So while it was set up, we dined. <laughs> so what is a blog hop? I'm asking, I know all these answers, but I'm asking questions like I'm a listener. Brian, Brian is my... Te- he just wants to let you know that he does know the answers. He, he is my tech guy that I turn so what's to. A, what's a blog A hop? blog hop um, can be done a couple different ways, but it's where there is a theme such as Welcome Summer Tablescape, and lots of different bloggers all do their interpretation of a Welcome Summer Tablescape. And you would go from one blog to another blog to another blog. And mine run for a whole week. So there's like four bloggers each day that post. Now, last week I did a tea party blog hop. And that was hosted by Amber of followtheyellowbrickhome.com. And that one um, was all tea parties and all one day. And there was 23 different bloggers participating in one day. So it's like building community between It is. Bloggers. It is, and, and getting to know some of their bloggers that do similar things. So, okay. And, you know, as we sit here, we're drinking Prosecco and eating off this lovely, what are we calling this? Oh, yeah, what's the new term? A grazing platter. A grazing platter. So hashtag grazing platter. Go look at the hashtags for grazing platter on Instagram, and you're going to see some I just found stuff. these, and I'm like... <laughs> We're recording here. I'm like, I've been doing this forever. (laughs) I I think it's new and upcoming because I've been seeing it. So if I've been seeing it, it's getting way out into the mainstream. (laughs) Because I don't really follow like home hashtag stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, so she asked, she's such a homemaker. We come here, we're at her home. She's like, you want some water? I was like, I need just some wine or something because I had a rough day. And now we have all this, you know. Beautiful Prosecco in coops. In coops. Coops are the new things. Coops? What's that? I have these glasses. That's what this is called? This is a coupe. Um, Those are what's champagne glasses used to be. It's like Great Gap speed. But back in the 50s and 60s. The history of these is that supposedly they were formed around Marie Antoinette's breasts. 
Oh. I, I'm just telling you, I would love to have one that size instead of the well, size she, mine are. They're not very big. <laughs> All right, that's my point. <laughs> so what is your big, what are your biggest challenges as a blogger? Probably coming up with original content um, because I post at least three times a week and almost all of my content is original. I don't, unless you go back to like 2012, then I didn't really understand the blogging world and I was posting everybody else's stuff, but now it's almost all original content and and it's i bet it's hard when you're looking like just because you're interested in that you're looking at other people's stuff and sometimes that's where you kind of get your inspiration like you see something you really like not that you copy it but you know of course you're going to get other ideas from other people well you do i think you learn from uh, i mean that's the thing about these blog these tablescape blog hops as you look at these other tables and you're like I mean, there's one woman, she's not blogging anymore, but she's really worth following if you like tablescapes on um, uh, Instagram. And it's etched in colloquy. It's a word for you, right? Obviously, Ooh. she's not blogging anymore. Nobody's going to follow her. That's a real hard one to Her spell. tables are so gorgeous. And a lot of times she does pretty satin ribbons on the glasses or around the napkins. And I've taken to tying satin ribbons so i have copied that but the really interesting thing is so you put your twist on it you know every, well everybody's twist on a summer welcome summer tablescape you would not believe how different they all are actually two of us posted yesterday a tropical and table and they couldn't be more different mine is all greens and green and white and hers is all bright and col- tropical colors right. you know pink and orange yours and gave stuff. me island vibes like the banana leaves. Somebody like, said yeah. Tommy Bahama. It reminded yeah. them, yeah. So, so what's the best thing about blogging? Pro- oh, that's really hard. It, it's a great thing for me to do. This this is like I found my thing after you know. This is like my empty nest job, but probably still. I mean, expressing my creativity. it's a good thing to put purpose towards it you know a lot of people do crafts and um, like my mom she loves to do crafts and we just have like our house is just full of crafts everywhere (laughs) and you know sometimes people don't get to see them or we don't get to use all the beautiful things that she makes she doesn't let you use them I mean yeah but it's like you can only have you only have so much like she likes to make quilts your mother is very talented but does not ooh quilts and you know I would love for people to see the quilts or use the quilts but you know she has like in her bedroom like hooks on uh, towel rods on the wall and you know they're just kind of displayed there you know I think you know they would be nice to be on the internet she would like to do it you know so you get to share all your good things with Have everybody. Brian set her up. Right? <laughs> so then that kind of leave me to, because you talked about kind of your empty nester job. So what is your advice to people who maybe are empty nesters or maybe are changing their interests later in life? Take time. That's probably my biggest thing. This, this is actually my, I call this my third second act. <laughs> Because I did work some off and on while my children were at home and in school. Um, Things changed and I happened to have been home when they both graduated from college. 
And I ended up saying, oh, I'll go back to school because I didn't think my husband was paying enough college tuition with two kids in school. <laughs> he should pay for his wife too. So I went to um, University of Akron to study interior design for a year and a half and um, until I realized that, whoa, I'm going to have to stay in one place to uh, and be busy all the time in order to nurture all of the trades I was going to have to have to support that. So basically that means like I got to, you know, my carpenter, painter, my painter, my plumber. everything. I have to develop those relationships so I can get the best deals and then I can build the trust. And they're available and, yeah. to work for me. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me because my husband does travel a lot. And when possible, I like to travel with him or I like, you know, okay, I'm going to be in Florida for two weeks. And I would have had to have said, no, I got to stay up here in Cleveland, you know, in two degrees in snow. So, um, yeah, I tried a couple different things, and this is what I have settled on. And yes, bloggers can make money. Don't think you're going to start that blog and immediately start making money. It's if you are, if you road. are, let me know how you did that. Um, <laughs> it's been a long road. It has been a long road, but I am making. I, I'm cover, I'm more than covering my expenses now. Let's put it that way, and it's re that's really cool. And most of that is from advertising, or if you're a big Amazon shopper, click, go over to CelebrateDecorate.com and click on those Amazon ads, particularly if you're buying something expensive. You, you might not want those palm print plates, but that's okay. Anything you click on. Amazon pays me something; it doesn't affect your price at all. So that's my <laughs> that's, that's my plug. advertisement. Get that money. Sure, shameless plug. That's that my money, shameless honey. plug. So. Um, but I would, affiliate links. I would say take your time. Don't and try different things out. Uh, one of the things I did a lot of was I did a lot of community theater, trying to decide if acting was going to be my thing. So try out different things that you always wanted to try out, and don't think you can't do something. So there. I think that's perfect advice. So um, let's talk a little bit more about Disney, since we're only, what, two miles away? A mile away? If, if you don't know, World Drive, which is the street that ends at, at, well, it actually ends like behind the Magic Kingdom, but you go through the, what is that called? The parking, it's not turnstiles, the parking plaza for the Magic Kingdom. The sure. TTC? No, World Drive, where you pay for parking, oh. if you have to pay for parking. That dead ends, the other end of it dead ends in celebration. So, um, yeah. That's where we are. That's where we're that's, filming today. That's we're where we are, today. is we're in celebration. Mm -hmm. We're recording. <laughs> Not or, fi or filming, whatever. Maybe somebody's got a camera here. <laughs> so, what is your favorite Disney restaurant? Um, for food... My favorite Disney restaurant is the Yachtsman Steakhouse. I love it, and it's quiet. They have like upholstered walls. So we talked about this in the last episode. It was on our list of uh, five steakhouses. Oh, okay. This... I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, you'll... I, I'm, I'm a little behind. I do listen That's to... Fine. She is an avid listener. I am. But we did... It was on the list. I put it on the list. Okay, Yachtsman Steakhouse... And, and my, my pro tip there is go really hungry and, and don't do that keto just because it's a steakhouse because they have, they cook garlic uh -huh. and serve it with the bread, you know, and you can, it's like butter. Mm. It's like butter. Like roasted garlic? Yes. yes. Cloves? 
Yeah, they yeah. cut off the top of it. They steam, the it. they steam it. They steam it. Oh, yeah, with the olive oil. And you can just scoop it out and spread it on that bread. And Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Yasmin Steakhouse. And the beef is really good. Um, for a view, you can't beat uh, the California Grill. Yeah, I love the California Grill. California Grill is fabulous. And you and your husband used to go there all the time. We did, but you know, they've really made it difficult, which is a shame because um, we knew two of the bartenders, one of those bartenders has passed away, like right after she retired, Lori and Ray, and Ray still works there. Um, Hey, Ray. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we would go up and just eat at the bar. You know, you can still eat at the bar. I think there's some occasions where they don't let you up because they've reached capacity, but you can still go up and that's a pro tip. You can sometimes still go up to California Grill and just eat at the bar. Yeah. I've done it before. Um, They're just stingy sometimes. It's more stingy. They're stingy Um, getting in the parking lot too. (laughs) Just say you're going to California Grill. They don't, last time they had the little iPad and they looked up Mm -hmm. the fake name I gave them and they weren't (laughs) going to yeah. Ask Brian later. Okay. And That's a secret my, my favorite character dining is um, Hollywood and Vine. This is a very pro tip. It is because after all that craziness as a guest, I actually did go to work for Disney and I worked there um, part time or seasonal for 11 years. Um, and. See, I have to have known you longer than... We've known each other longer. Way longer. Well, it's been two years now since I haven't worked there, so... Um, But I worked Hollywood and Vine a lot. I was a character attendant, and the one reason I really liked working Hollywood and Vine is because instead of just next, next with Mickey Mouse, my guests were there for like an hour dining, and I often got to talk to them, so... But, and plus um, the food, the food there is Hollywood and Vine is good. The, and this is a, for a buffet. They have the a lot. The food is really good, um, and the dining in the eat. Well, you know, if you have little ones, the morning is play and dine, or yeah, play and dine, and it's got like the Disney Junior characters. But for the evening, it's always themed to the season, which is really cool because you get to see the characters and. Halloween costumes, Christmas costumes. Uh, We're getting the summer. For Easter, they have cute little dresses. Many. Uh, They're springtime. And for uh, summer, um, Donald is a lifeguard, and Goofy's in his bathing suit. I don't know that Minnie's is a bathing suit. I think it's supposed to be a sundress, but it's really short. (laughs) (laughs) You see, Minnie's wearing pants now. Did you read that? Minnie Mouse is wearing pants now, and it was like the big thing on the news that she's wearing pants where she to wearing empower pants women. Where's where's is she wearing pants? On now? the cruise line. Oh, okay. Oh, they made her a captain, I think is what it was. I think that's kind of mm. lame. But that's cute. Well, the officers... We've been wearing pants for as long as we want to have been wearing pants. This ain't the 50s. So, Hollywood and Vine at Disney, <laughs> Disney's Hollywood Studios. So, there so, you go. And they have seafood on the buffet there, too. Do they? In the evenings they do, yeah. Oh, I have a, I, I do have my little pro tip for dining at Disney. You can almost, of course, we keep telling people this, and it won't be true that you can almost always get in there. And when they open that new green hotel that they're going to resort that they're building over by Fort Wilderness. I think I know what you're going to say, but what's your pro trails tip? Trails End. Oh, yes. We've never talked about Trails End. 
Have you been to Trails End, Stephanie? Not to eat, no. This well, a, for some reason, every time I go, it rains. So This is a huge problem. I want to eat breakfast there. I hear it's so good. Have we been to breakfast? I don't think I've been to breakfast. They I've have brunch on Sunday, and they have chicken and waffles. Ooh. Ooh. I want that. But I think it's a la carte. It's not buffet. It isn't. For not, We've been not, there. That's that for the brunch, yeah. But at night, it's a buffet, and it's basically all the food that they have at the hoopty doo plus more. At a cheaper price. I'm at sure. a cheaper price. And, it, it, and the, you can almost always get in. The Probably the cheapest Because it's so hidden away. The cheapest buffet price on Walt Disney World. Probably. Well, yeah, you have, to, you have to park and take a bus back there. It's a trek. Mm-hmm. It's a trek. But yeah. it's a fun trek. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun trek because it's like a little adventure to get back to that. And if you go, like, figure out what time the fireworks are at Magic Kingdom. And right next to the restaurant, you can go up to the lakeside Watch the fireworks from a different angle. Sure. For free. For free. <laughs> so on that note, do you have any other like which other Walt Disney World pro tips? Because you've been around Walt Disney World for a long time. One, uh, yeah, I brought my kids to Walt Disney. My, my pro tip now is don't go to the Magic don't Kingdom. Don't go, ever. <laughs> it is just so crowded compared to when I brought my children when they were little. Um, no, one of the things that we did, my father turned 90 last August Mm -hmm. and he has been losing his eyesight and he wanted to go and see the fireworks one more time. And he mentioned the California grill. And of course, even six weeks ahead of time, we couldn't get in with a a party of six. And I'm like, let's look into the fireworks cruise. And so I would say a fireworks cruise is a really great value they have soft drinks. They have food. All included in the price. Yes. They okay. had like bags of chips and these giant cookies. He was like trying to give them to us as we left. <laughs> um, the guy was so nice. It was it was fabulous. Where did that go out of? It. We took it from the Grand Floridian because we went and ate at the Grand Don't go eat first because they're going to give you all this food. And we took a birthday cake on board with us. So you can do that. Oh, nice. we took champagne too. You can... You can take stuff. No, no corking charge. No corking charge. I'm shocked. Um, And they have the. It's like the big pontoon boats, and they have them for two different sizes, like 15 and 18 or something. We took it out of the Grand Floridian, but I think you can take it out of any of the um, resorts that are on. Like probably you can probably get it at Fort Wilderness, Contemporary, Wilderness Lodge, Polynesian, and Grand Floridian. That's a nice pro tip because then there's no crowds. Just oh, have a little private group. Uh, let me tell you, after and they've got the music on it. So after doing that, I said, I don't ever want to see the fireworks <laughs> in the park again. Because this was like, you're sitting, you're comfortable, you've got the music and the view. So is it just your family or do you have to share with other no, families? Oh, no, it's just you. And it, I don't remember the price, but it didn't seem ridiculous. I don't think it's over 300 So I was lucky enough to go on one of the yachts because my There's friend... There's only one yacht. Well, I don't know. I didn't even know there was one until this day. But he uh, rented the boat out uh, to propose to my friend. And then he invited all of her friends. So we went out. We saw the fireworks. He proposed. Oh, nice. And then they drove us back around and we watched that little light parade. We got to see that, too. It was really nice. We stayed out and watched that. Um, actually, but it wasn't the pond. That's why I'm saying it wasn't the, the pond. Too, no, it was a no, that one's like eight ninety. There was like I a think. bed in there, and you could sleep. It, and oh yeah, it's a the it's grand a, one. Yeah, I think it's the grand two now. It's the grand two now. It, well, it's the second one. They replaced it. Gotcha. 
Um, and it's not just a fireworks cruise. They take you all the way yeah, over. Yeah, we did, we did a nice little They do loop. a tour and talk to you. They, there's a tree over by the old river country, which I don't know if that's going to come down with the new resort going in, that um, the watercraft personnel, mm-hmm. when they're leaving, they take their oh, white the shoes, shoes yeah. and throw them up on that tree. And he took us over and showed us the uh, dock for Discovery. Discovery Island. Discovery Island. Island, yes, which my husband and I went to on our. My husband and I honeymooned at Disney World, so. So Discovery Island was a like an animal type park. Was it animals? No, it was just nature. Was it? Oh, just nature. I mm-hmm. thought there was animals on there. I don't think I've ever been there. If I did, What's it was just my very for first year? trip. Well, when it was. I was six. It, it was only there on our honeymoon. I don't think it was open even when we went back oh. the next time. So. Hmm. Well, thank you so much, Chloe, for talking to us and joining us on the podcast. I'm happy to, anytime. Make sure you go check out her social media because she posts the most beautiful photos. At Celebrate and Decorate.com, or at Celebrate and Decorate on Instagram and Celebrate and Decorate.com. And then before you make any purchases on Amazon, <laughs> we need to go back over to her site just to make sure, you know? Yeah, link, link on that thing. Like I said, even if you don't want to buy it. I get paid for anything you buy if you link over. What if it gets returned? Well, then they probably deduct it from me. <laughs> but it was pretty cool the time somebody bought a vacuum cleaner. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so what? What the? How do you get an affiliate link? Is it for anything and everything, or only products you talk about on your blog? It's just your gate. The person's gateway into Amazon. Once they follow your link, whether it to be a certain product or your own unique link. Then you go in, and that's your gateway into Amazon. Then the, your web browser tracks that, oh, okay. and then any purchase that they make, I think in a certain amount of time. I think it's down to hours now. Is it hours. It now? might be. Yeah. Then you get the. But uh, that racket, racketin, yeah. racket. What? How are you say that thing? Racketin. Come on, you haven't mm-hmm. seen the ads for that. R a k u t e n. They've had ads on TV, but or oh, there's another. There's another one. There's a lot of those. Or even if you go to your like your airline is like earn miles by shopping mm-hmm. and you click on those, that's just because the airline's giving you this miles because they're getting paid. Paid for it. Yes. But you are not don't worry, you are not paying any more for the product. Right. So yeah. It just goes into the pocket of the Whoever whoever yes. It's basically it's an advertisement. Yeah. yeah. So, so make sure you go follow uh, Chloe at Celebrate and Decorate on Instagram. Visit her at CelebrateAndDecorate.com. Thanks again, Chloe. And make sure to visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And until Five stars, because we're not getting paid. Stephanie wants the five-star reviews. <laughs> and until next time, bye! Bye! Do we have to prepare? We have to do more vocals. Me, 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 me. Give her the um, the metronome.